Hello and welcome to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. As there's been some Champions League games, uh, we can review uh, those games quickly. So we'll go for the two British teams that are involved today. So firstly, uh, Man City uh, face Club Bruges away. Um, an emphatic queen, as you can see by the scoreline, 5-1. I didn't actually watch the game as it was an earlier kickoff, but nevertheless, um, a great win for Man City. Goals from Cancelo, Mares, two goals, and Kyle Walker, and a debut goal for Cole Palmer as well. So, fantastic for Man City. Um, I think they probably wanted uh, a more of a positive result considering their loss against PSG in the, in the last match day of the Champions League. So, back to winning ways. Uh, I'm sure they'll be, they'll be fine in terms of qualifying for the next round. But, nevertheless, a good win for Man City there. Now, this is the game that I did watch, obviously, being a Liverpool fan. Um, very, very fiery encounter between two sides that I've played in the last few years. Um, the last time we played, we didn't go to Liverpool's way, but nevertheless, this game just had all everything that you can think of all piled into one, one big game. Uh, it started off um, quite aggressive. Um, One second. Yep, so the first goal actually was Mo Salah. Uh, fantastic finish from him. Slight deflection, uh, but nevertheless, we'll, we'll take that on board. And then Nabi Keita um, scoring a fantastic volley. Um, but unfortunately, he was substituted at half-time due to sort of lack of concentration as his sort of defensive positioning for the two goals that Atletico scored in a succession of 15 minutes, I believe. Um, he, he was at fault, I guess. But the first goal that they scored, a bit debatable in terms of if it should have been allowed or not. Uh, as I feel like Matthew was close to the line, but <coughs> excuse me, wasn't aware of, sort of his surroundings and maybe thought he was obstructing um, the goalkeeper as well. So I think Good finish as well. Good, good pass. Well, shot pass by uh, Koke and then Griezmann finishing from pretty much few yards away. And then second goal for me was a great first touch from Griezmann and a nice finish bottom corner. So two two. Um, I'll be honest, slightly disappointed with that. I was feeling disappointed at that at half time, as I feel like we were in control before. Um, the first goal happened. I feel like we sort of lost a bit of focus and our organisation defence wasn't that great. So, but Klopp made some changes, so brought on Fabinho on, onto the pitch and that definitely helped. And I feel like uh, Yao Felix and Griezmann were able to exploit between the lines and I feel like because we didn't have a, a dominant sort of defensive midfielder, holding that sort of position um, it, it probably needed at that stage, to be honest with you. So into the second half, well, a, a lot happened, to be honest with you. I'm trying to kind of get my head around it. It was just <laughs> all sorts of fouls here, incidents here and there, a lot of pressure from Atletico Madrid uh, on towards the referee to give every single challenge from a Liverpool player a red card. 
And the red card that was given to Griezmann for me was correct. I know the commentators were quite adamant in terms of saying that, oh, he pretty much was looking at the ball and all of that stuff doesn't mean nothing to me. You have to look at the outcome, what happened, kicked him right in the face, uh, which could have led to a very serious injury to Firmino. So for me, correct decision. Um, the foul itself for the for the penalty, it's quite point blank to be fair. <laughs> it pretty much um, threw him to the floor. Um, no arguments there. And great, great penalty taken by Salah. Um, I feel like a lot of fans probably take it for granted in terms of how much pressure it is to take a penalty in that sort of hostile environment. And for me, he did fantastic. So great, nicely slotted penalty uh, against Oblak, who tried to distract him um, beforehand, but it didn't work. And Atletico were actually given, well, awarded a penalty at the time that was reviewed by VAR. And the referee actually had to go to the monitor and pretty much disallowed the goal. Again, not to say that I can't be biased because it's for Liverpool, but I do feel like that was a correct decision. Based on that, um, Gimenez was pretty much diving and it was quite obvious in terms of it was a bit more of a theatrical um, reaction. I feel like if he had dropped on the floor <laughs> less convincingly, he may have got that penalty. But I feel like with the referee viewing it and on the monitor, it was quite obvious that he felt like there wasn't enough contact for that penalty to be given. So, brave decision from a referee where the environment was pretty hostile and he was pretty much in front of the Atletico fans as well. But credit to the referee. I think he definitely did well in terms of performing his duties there. Overall, fantastic win for Liverpool. Um, I, think, I believe Porto won the other fixture. So, that means that Liverpool only need one point uh, in their next fixture and they can qualify so so yeah great great times for Liverpool um, I believe we've been winning 21 consecutive games so far this season so you can tell our form is back to normal uh, we're playing with a lot more confidence people read us, us off in the beginning um, which is fine I, I guess Liverpool do kind of like that underdog sort of tag and we'll, we'll take that all day long so yeah happy with the result uh, I'm just hoping that if we do qualify, that Klopp doesn't play uh, <laughs> Jota or like important players in fixtures that are pretty much meaningless at the time, because uh, that did I, I do feel like that did cost us last year when Jota played against Micheland, um, I believe it was, and got injured for three months. So yeah, overall fantastic result, really happy, um, especially in terms of how the weekend went for. Liverpool in the Premier League, which we can go into smoothly. So, Liverpool versus Watford. So, I did a match review where I was like confident about Liverpool winning, but the way we performed, um, we just blew Watford away to be fair. What a result and what a game by Mo Salah. Uh, he was simply breathtaking again in this fixture. The first goal itself, the assist from Salah was just sublime. Lovely pass with the outside of his foot and clinical finish by Mane, who for me, slowly getting back to his best. So it's great to see. Um, I've always sort of been a great support of his and will continue to be as I feel like he's a fantastic player just because he's had a different form or a below standard or below average season last year. 
uh, doesn't mean that he's no longer the player that we all know he is. So in terms of numbers, he's getting all the goals. Um, a good option, I guess, if you're playing FPL as well. He's slowly getting back in terms of scoring figures, but assists as well at the same time. So, And also the return of Bobby Firmino, who I predicted, who I wanted to start this fixture. And I felt like because he was on international duty, he would have looked a bit more fresh. Um, and it would have just brought a different energy to the to the team. And he did that in this fixture. Uh, he pretty much played like his shirt number. So played like a traditional number nine, scoring tap-ins, but showing a striker's instinct in terms of his movement around the box. Um, so long may it continue. I know, well, I'm a big fan of Firmino, so I know as Liverpool fans, we may say that, oh, he needs to score more goals, but... If you're watching week in week out, you know what his responsibilities are for the team is to press from the front. So he's more than a striker for us. He's sort of the pivotal point in terms of how we play and how we attack. So, but hopefully he can, can score in more consecutive games this season. Um, as for me, he's just a fantastic player and running off with a fantastic hat trick, which was fully deserved. But let's let's go straight to the point. Uh, what a goal and the Best moment of the game was Mo Salah's spectacular finish. Uh, pretty much identical to how he scored against uh, Man City. So, Liverpool fans, let me know what's, what's your favourite goal. Is it the Man City one or is it the Watford one? Uh, I'll, I'll do a poll on Twitter and get, get your thoughts as well. As I'll probably go with the Watford one slightly, but I love both for the goals, to be fair. Um, for me, he's just simply the best player in world football right now, hands down. Uh, if you don't agree with me, you can argue amongst yourselves because I don't need to make a case. Um, you just have to see his performances. If you're sort of a person that relies on stats, look at the stats as well. It's, it's all written in paper. So, as I said, the numbers don't lie. So, for me, it's just been out of this world. And sort of reminds me of his first season when he joined Liverpool where everything he touched turned into gold. And I can see that sort of resemblance with this season as well. So we've got a big game ahead this week against our rivals, Manchester United, who are not having the best of times. So I can speak about them a little bit now as well. So Leicester City versus Manchester United. Always a tough, tough fixture. Uh, Leicester City are a fantastic team, as we all know, uh, with great quality. They're strengthened really well this summer. And... To be honest, the quality really showed during this fixture. But having said that, I think we have to be honest, it, a terrible performance from <clears throat> the United defence. They were just abysmal. Um, Maguire just, I don't know where his head at was. To be honest, with you, he looked pretty lost throughout the whole game. Um, I'm not sure. He was aware of his positioning for many of the goals. I think the first goal as well, he was at fault. Um, yeah, so fantastic goal from Tielemans. Um, lofted it over the keeper. A player who doesn't score many goals. I feel like he should score more if you consider how, how much quality he has. But the first goal itself actually was Greenwood. Uh, great left for his finish. Um, we had Bardi on the score sheet. So Yunchu scoring from a set piece and one of their new signings, Dakar, um, scoring as well, tapping, which was poor marking from Maguire again. 
for that for that uh, final goal of the game. Rashford made his return, uh, scored a good one-on-one goal there. So he'll be important in terms of the next few fixtures going forward. I, I do feel like he's been missed, his pace on the wings. Um, for me, Martial just doesn't do it. I, I, to be honest, I speak to United fans and they still have a lot of faith in Martial. God knows why. For me, he's just an average player. He hasn't progressed whatsoever since he joined the club. I feel like you've got better players in Sancho and Rashford who should be given more chances and Greenwood as well to start more games. But overall, uh, De Gea made some good saves, but he shouldn't be <laughs> making so many saves. Uh, Leicester were just dominant throughout. Obviously, they've got a Champions League fixture tomorrow, so hopefully that will sort of change their momentum going into the big game against Liverpool. But I just say Liverpool just look simply unstoppable right now. So it will be an interesting encounter uh, this Sunday. Next fixture, we've got Man City versus Burnley. I predicted a pretty much a thrashing uh, for, for Burnley there, but uh, <laughs> they managed to survive a fashion there. Uh, Bernardo Silva had, had a decent performance. Pretty much involved in uh, well, scored the first goal, but also involved in the second goal in terms of the build up. Um, Kevin De Bruyne back to scoring ways, uh, coming back from injury. So, overall, fantastic performance from Man City. Another win, uh, which I'm sure will help them in their quest for climbing up the league. Uh, other fixture Brentford versus Chelsea. So, as I mentioned previously, uh, a tough. A place to go to Brentford to get a point. I, I believe I did predict this to be a one 0 result for Chelsea. Um, they were just, I think it was a good game. I think Brentford were a bit unlucky not to get a draw out of it. But Mendy was fantastic throughout this game, made some great saves. Um, Chua was the guy who scored the goal for Chelsea, but I think Brentford fans should be pleased in terms of how they performed. They've been a breath of fresh air as if they joined uh, the league this season. So, no no shame in sort of losing that fixture there. I feel like they performed well. Uh, and Chelsea have got a point. Uh, sorry, three points. Probably didn't play their best. But I guess in the title race, you kind of have to win ugly at times as well. So, a great win for Chelsea there. Newcastle versus Tottenham. So, it started off fantastically for Newcastle where uh, Wilson, Callum Wilson scored the opening goal within the first 10 minutes, I believe it was. Um, as you can see, St. James's Park was jumping. Uh, the fans were jubilant. Um, the new owners were hugging each other and everything. So it was a good moment for the new Newcastle supporters and owners there. But uh, as the game went on, uh, things changed, unfortunately, for Newcastle. Harry Kane um, was able to break his duck uh, with a nice sort of lofted goal over the, over the keeper's head and also gave an assist for Son for his goal. And Dominic got a fantastic goal where he lashed up to the ball, top corner. Fantastic. No backlit whatsoever. So a great goal from him. I feel like he, he's, he is a player that has so much ability. I feel like he should be doing that a bit more. Um I should be dominating games uh, due to his sort of stature. But also, I feel like he can be a very dominant player 
and has great passing ability, but hasn't really shown enough of it, in my opinion, uh, for, for Tottenham. So we'll see how the season goes on. Uh, but just a quick note on um, Regulon, who um, did fantastically in terms of pointing out that there was a fan who needed uh, attention there. And thankfully, the fan was in a stable condition. Um, so everyone involved, I think, you know, we love our football, but it's important to sort of stop at a moment where someone's in need of help. And I feel like the players reacted really well. The referee as well made sure the players were on the sidelines so the so the fan could have his space and get his treatment done. And he was stabilised and was able to go to hospital. So credit to Regulon and I believe Eric Dyer as well, who brought that attention to the referee. So credit to those guys there. But back to the game. Um mentioned Eric Dyer scored an arm goal at the end, which probably didn't help him in terms of his overall performance for the team. But it's a win for Tottenham. Um, not a clean sheet, but at the end of the day, I feel like a win's a win for them. I think Spurs fans still pretty much undecided in terms of how they feel about um, their manager right now. For me, he'll he'll still be the manager until the end of the season. I don't feel like that he would get dismissed unless things really, you know, turn bad. But you need to give a new manager time. He's still trying to figure out his first eleven, as I feel like he doesn't quite know what is what his best eleven is. Still getting used to the players and trying to implement different tactics that the players probably haven't played under the previous managers before. So uh, long season ahead for Tottenham, but. A win's a win, so credit to Spurs there. And on to their North London rivals, Arsenal. So this was the Monday night uh, match yesterday. Crystal Palace, for me, have been really impressive this season uh, under Vieira. Played some good football. Uh, quite a bit of a change, I think. That's probably due down to personnel now because they had a lot of players previously who were experienced heads, so experienced players in the Premier League but ageing as well at the same time. Now they've got a team with fresh blood, young players. Um, I like Anderson in the back. Uh, you've got Mitchell as well, who's a good left back. Bombs forward does really well. Olise is a young talent, made an appearance as well, did really well. So you've got great young talent there. Gallag uh, Gallagher as well, who's on loan from Chelsea. Fantastic player. I, I was really impressed with him last season, actually, for West Brom. So... When West Ham got him on our four, that's a good signing there. Obviously, you've got Zaha there as well. So you've got good blend of youth as well, as well as good experienced players, whereas previously, I feel like the whole team was just experienced heads. So you kind of just play a certain type of level of football where it's a bit more cautious and a bit more predictable, whereas this one, you've got players with a bit more flair, pace, a bit of guile about them as well. So... So yeah, different different Tottenham. Sorry, different Crystal Palace right now. So Palace fans should definitely be excited in terms of their season ahead. But back to the game. Um, Aubameyang opened the score line there. Then you have Benteke who scored a fantastic goal uh, coming from the left wing, cut it in, uh, inside very nicely and slotted the bottom corner. So I feel like you'll probably see a bit more goals from Benteke considering they've got a new signing in Edouard who's knocking on the door to be starting every week. So, speaking of Eduardo as well, he scored a fantastic goal, lashing onto the ball, hitting the crossbar. 
uh, went in as well nicely. So at that stage, you're thinking Palace have got the win there. Um, it's only a matter of time. And I believe it was like the 96th, 98th minute. It was like pretty much quite at last second of the game. And Lacazette was able to, to clinch the finisher. And you could see the, the distraught of Patrick Villa on the sidelines, just with, with his head down, just disappointed at what had happened. So good point um, for Arsenal, I would say. I think it's dropped points with Crystal Palace and it's, it should have been a, a win for them. But on paper, you, you get a point against Arsenal, I guess it's good. But if you watch the game, you'd know that missed opportunity there. But nevertheless, I feel like Palace are doing well this season. So... Let's see how let's see how it goes with this season. So as you know, I like to present my team of the week here. So there won't be huge surprises with my lineup. So let me quickly put it up on our screen for you guys to view. So here we go. So here is my team of the week. So in goal, I've got Mendy, who for me was fantastic, made several good saves against Brentford. And for me, I've just been really impressed with him this season. Very dominant goalkeeper, uh, good in the air, and great shot stopper as well. Uh, for me, really stand-up player for Chelsea now. Back three, you've got Ogbana. So I've got him uh, as he scored the winning goal uh, for his team against Everton. So fantastic header, uh, very difficult technique in the way he did it. Great goal from him. So Yunchu as well. Part of the demolition against uh, Manchester United scored from a set piece. That's so why I've got him in my lineup. Uh, Matip. So I think most people probably would have expected me to put Van Dyke in there, but I was very impressed with Matip in terms of how he performed. Very underrated player. For me, one of the best centre backs in the Premier League, hands down. Um, and he's showing it this season because, you know, touch wood, he's, he's, he's fit right now. So he's not had any issues with injuries. And long may it continue as he's a fantastic player. So. I guess the neutrals, neutrals will see that a bit more this season. And, you know, Liverpool fans will have their opinions justified. As we've been banging on about it for a while, that he's a top, top player. But I don't think he gets the respect that he deserves. Onto my midfield, I've got Mane there. Um, breathtaking performance from him. Uh, scored the opening goal. So that's why I'd like to go with Mane in my lineup. Tielemans scored a fantastic goal. I could have got another one as well, to be fair. Had a great performance against Manchester United there. And Domble, fantastic goal for him, uh, lashing onto the ball against Newcastle. So that's why I've got him there. De Bruyne as well. Another great performance from him. Could have added Bernardo Silva here, but I've gone for De Bruyne. Uh, really impressed with his overall performance. Front three, Harry Kane. I've, got, I've added him to my, my team there. Goal and assist. And slowly getting back to his form, I guess. So that's why he's there. Firmino, hat trick hero. Can't you can't disregard anyone who scores a hat trick in in a in a game. So that's why I've got him there. And King Mo, um, you see the captain band there, but that's that's my way of saying he's the star player of the week. Uh, fantastic goal again. Great assist. Loved that assist with the outside of his foot. Beautifully executed. Um, and yeah, he was fantastic throughout. So. Yep, so that's my that's my team of the week there. So also before we conclude the show, 
I'd like to announce our FPL manager of the week. So I had a decent week. I had 63 points, which isn't too bad, but the manager of the week clearly had a better week than I did. Um, they finished with 86 points, so that's Leif Henna. Uh, so congrats to you. Fantastic week for you. One of our highest uh, scoring. I don't think there was anyone that was that close to you, to be fair. I think the second highest was around 74 points. So, yeah, did really well there. It will be an interesting week. As I feel like um, a lot of play, a lot of managers, I should say, will be dropping Ronaldo and Lukaku, I think, because um, they haven't been in goal-scoring form. So, if you've got any tips, uh, share it to me on social media. I'd love to hear what you guys have as... I always like to try and improve on, on my team performance in FPO as well. So, yeah, keep me posted if, they, if you've got any nice tips going on. But that wraps us up for today. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, please don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel. Uh, we appreciate all your support. Next episode will be this Thursday, so in a couple of days' time, 21st of October at 10 p.m., where I will be doing a match preview of Liverpool versus Manchester United, which is always a firing encounter every season. And I may be joined by a special guest during the show. So uh, keep your eyes peeled in terms of my social media handles. So you can follow me at Aussie.ftp on Instagram, or you can follow me on Twitter at AussieFTP. Um, so yeah, so that wraps up us for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, stay safe. And um, stay blessed and take care of yourself. See you soon.